You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Episode two of It's Always Game Day in Kansas City. Cody Tapp, Kayla Kinnearum, Nick Schwart with you. Of course, just a few more days until the Chiefs actually play a game, Kayla, which means we get our very first, like, final episode before an actual game week. And in this case, before an actual season, which is exciting. So exciting. You've got your red on. I am currently in Missouri, so I didn't bring a whole lot of clothes with me. I didn't know how long I was going to be gone. I will give... I will Venmo either of you $10 if you can tell me what this is from. I'm wearing a, a shirt with a red logo on it because I don't have anything um, solid red. What are the what are the words say? It says save the drama for your mama. Nope, nope. That's I'm I'm over. There's just no way I'm gonna get that right. You guys. Uh, if I say that, I'm gonna look really stupid. It's gonna turn out to be like a Kim Kardashian thing, and I should have known it, and I don't. It's an iconic shirt from a iconic TV show. Think 90s. Like it's my Melrose favorite show. Uh, we don't know each other at all, so I don't know. Nine hundred two one zero closer. I'll just tell you. Rachel Green wore it in like season ten of Friends, and the show has been like, or this shirt has been making the rounds again. I found it on Etsy. It doesn't fit right, but that's what this is from. Just so you know. Okay. Well, I've seen the Friends. only red I have. So it can't be. It can't be all that bad. I've at least seen the show. I'm actually wearing our my Creed is good shirt. Love that. In, okay. In I was gonna say, so guy. is Nick. Oh, so is Nick. Did you we're guys wearing the text each versions. other? No, no, we're wearing. I'm wearing the gray version. He's wearing the official red version. So how do I get this, one? Well, this was the one that we had through the show. I think they were purchasable through Ray Gun, and then those are the ones that Breaking T made after our movement to get all the attention for Creed Humphrey. Obviously, went well. That's one of the things we talk about. It's like at some point we're going to have to talk about which rookie to throw our weight behind, because we know that that means something in Kansas City. And there's like nine of them on the roster, which says its own separate thing. Which I guess is. It's also why I wish I felt super confident going into the season and to tell you that they're going to win 12 wins, which is the lowest number they've had at any point with Patrick Mahomes. But they are starting. Nine rookies, not starting, but nine rookies will play in their first six weeks of the season. As a reminder for people who don't have it memorized like we do, Cardinals, Chargers, Colts, Buccaneers, Raiders, and Bills. Piece so all your... No, no big deal. Just your biggest competition in the division. One of the better teams in the NFC last year, an improved Colts team, a team in the Buccaneers that has been around the Super Bowl. Then, of course, another team in your division and the best team in the entire league in the Bills. And I think that that's the part that scares me. When we start going through those parts of their schedule, a lot of this goes down to the same thing you do for any schedule stuff. It's just what number could you accept record-wise that would make you feel like they're still on path to win the division, still on path to go to a Super Bowl and all those things. Kayla, I think more often than not, I find myself with the Chiefs saying, well, I'll be happy with four and two. But honestly, I'd probably live with three and three through that stretch. Is it crazy if I say we could go five and one? Yes, it's optimistic. It I'm very optimistic. I guess don't, where do you see the loss if you think that if it's five and one? Bills. Okay. Well, that's a reasonable stance. I don't I don't have some objection to it. I'm just curious which one it is. Because then it means you have them beating everyone else. 
pretty much. Cardinals, yes. I'm confident about that. Chargers scares me. We lost to them at home last year. One on the road. Um, maybe we can flip that this year. Or just beat them both times. Um, Colts. I feel confident about that. Bucks, don't underestimate Tom Brady's headspace. I don't know if you all have heard the rumors about Trouble in Paradise. Him and Giselle, apparently not on great terms. She pieced to somewhere in South America, Brazil. I don't know. He's done, Kayla. He's done. He's got too much going on. He's done. I know it's Brady and we're never supposed to count him out, but they're, when you've got trouble in your personal life, I don't know if he's going to be super locked in. Granted, that's he week took, what? Four? He, yeah, but still, Tom Brady is like the epitome of, I will do anything to win. He's been caught cheating a couple of times. Deflategate doesn't matter. Always motivated. He's kept himself in incredible shape. Like it's it's uh, like in Kansas City, where I was like Alex Gordon, who didn't eat pizza for ten years. He would have done. Tom Brady would have done anything to win. And then he was like, guys, I'm going to need twelve days in the middle of training camp, and I'm going to skip all the preseason games. I'm not saying he's wrong to do that to be with his family. I'm just saying that. I think there's probably going to be more than the normal amount of games in which Tom Brady doesn't look like Tom Brady. Of all the six games, that one scares me the second least. The Cardinals game being the first because I don't think they're as good as they were last year. Obviously, I'm worried about any divisional game. The Raiders are probably beating the Chiefs the most in the Andy Reid era. Mm -hmm. I think the Colts are improved. The, the, the Bills are terrifying. Like Honestly, I know the Bucks have gotten the better of them, especially in that Super Bowl game. But I, I worry about them less than about any other opponent on their schedule, not name the Cardinals for week one. Nick, where are you at with these first six weeks? So it, to me, it's less about the opponent and more about when they play them. Because the huh. Bills are the best team of the six mentioned, but that's also in week six. And I look at the way the Chiefs roster is constructed. You've got a lot of fresh faces on offense in that receiving core. You've got a lot of young guys or even rookies that are being thrust into big roles right away. By week six, maybe some of those growing pains have gone away. But I look at those first three weeks. I, I, I feel the same way you guys do about Arizona, but it's week one. Then the Chargers in week two, that to me is the one I'm circling because I think they are in the same category just in terms of talent as the Chiefs. They got better over the offseason. And early on, I wonder if they're going to be experiencing the same sorts of growing pains that the Chiefs might be. The way the way I look at the Chargers, one, J.C. Jackson not being there, if, if that's the way it works out in week two, that's massive. He's already not playing this week, and then what? I'm expecting him. They're already ruling him out for Sunday. I saw your tweet days, about it. Days ago, right? So then, I mean, what? He's going to turn around and be there in four days? So then the other thing would be like, oh, we're going to count on the pass rush. That's the one thing about the division. They all loaded up on the pass rush. Outside of Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs' single greatest strength is their offensive line. So I'm not so sure that they didn't counteract all of those moves just by being good there. Like, I don't know that just being a good pass rush team is going to be enough to do it. I understand that if you look at the Super Bowl odds, the Chiefs are essentially facing three of the best six teams in the entire NFL to start that year. But there's not, I mean, we know how the NFL works. Somebody in that grouping... Honestly, someone in that grouping is going to miss the playoffs. They're not even going to be a playoff team. Cardinals, Chargers, Colts, Bucks, Raiders, Bills. Someone's not going to the postseason in that that group. Maybe two. I think you make an argument that the Raiders might not make it. You can certainly make it. The Colts didn't make it last year. The Cardinals feel like a team right for it. And I just told you my concerns about Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. I The six-game stretch is still really hard. But the closer we've gotten to the season, the less I look at the, the Chiefs' entire schedule and become panicked. 
the division is the really tough part of that challenge. But they have stretches where they're taking on the Texans and the Jags just like anyone else, or stretch or Titans, a team that doesn't scare me anymore. Like I, I don't fear them the way you would have. And I know the Titans have beaten the Chiefs in the regular season. With, we haven't with done well against the Titans but... in recent years. Yeah. No, but they're also I don't know. It, they're not the same. Seven to three last year, and that they was are last. That was the last game of that slow start for the Chiefs. After that, it was sort of the climb back. The turning point. Being the old Chiefs. Like, I don't, and, and that's it. They were just a different team then. They were playing the league's worst defense. They had not figured out the cover two or whatever version of it was going to be. And as much as I said, I think that they might have the best offensive line in the NFL, last year, none of them had been together. It was a left tackle they had just gotten via trade. It was a left guard they had just signed in for agency. It was a center and a right guard they had just drafted. It was a right tackle who was the only holdover from last year's line. They didn't know each other. Now they've had an entire year playing together. I still think that that's a huge strength. Anytime I'm looking at a schedule and where they mismatch, the good news is for them, for the first two weeks, the Cardinals are without key players. The, the Chargers could be missing one of their best offseason acquisitions. So if they can get rolling in those first couple of weeks, I guess, I guess I don't overly panic. Their toughest game, as you mentioned, Nick, is in week six. By then, they should have mm-hmm. figured some of that out. The next closest is obviously the Chargers, and the Chargers are dealing with the same problem. They got to come to Arrowhead on a short week. And their first game is against the division. They got a much tougher turnaround than the Chiefs doing that, don't they? Are the Chargers on the road in week one? No, but they're they're at home, but they're taking on what is it, the Raiders or Denver? Yeah, okay. I think so it's the Chiefs, Raiders, I believe. So the Chiefs are gonna go Raiders on the road, home. play in Arizona, fly home Sunday night, and then have what one day of rest. How many days yeah. of practice will they get before taking on one of the best teams in the NFL? To me, yeah, it's a yeah it, it will be at home. It'll be the home opener, and it'll be on Thursday night, prime time. Like that building is going to be electric. I wonder about the defense, though. You mentioned the offensive line and all of the structure that you have there in Kansas City that you feel good about. You've got the infrastructure of Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. The defense, though, feels, I don't want to say the word flimsy but there is maybe less knowns on the defense heading into this year. And that, that beginning of the schedule, like say what you want about Arizona, a lot of the questions for them is on the defensive side as well. I wonder how the Chiefs' defense is going to hold up going up against some of the best offenses in the NFL to start the season. Kayla, are the only knowns Nick Bolton and Chris Jones? I don't I don't necessarily disagree. I can talk about it in a minute, but I'm pretty sure that the only you said you're a big Nick Bolton guy. I am. I and we, we love saw Chris what he did Jones last on, year. We love Chris Jones. Show. We have big a fan. very uh tight snow cone uh conversations. But so that's, I, I mean, heard. I, He's my buddy on Twitter. Oh yeah, you and Chris Jones are pals? We're pals. I don't know what that entails. Can you, you get him like, can you get him on the show for us, Kayla? I'll reach out and ask. Tell him the guy, you know me, and then be like, and that guy who gives you snow cones. Or okay. we're hosting a podcast together, and we didn't know if you wanted to come on to talk about anything. I mean, it could be about Chiefs, but honestly, if Chris Jones wanted to talk about anything at all, I wouldn't really care. Same. I'm sure he. I'm sure we would learn a lot from Chris. Well, he is their best defensive player, and I refuse to accept anybody who says he's not elite at his position. I still think he's the second best interior defensive lineman. I think the only thing that gives me reservation about what you said about the defense, Nick, is there's a lot of unknown at corner, but I feel like I, I'm supposed to, at this point, just trust that the Chiefs will start good corners. Because I get it. On paper, it's insane. 
Uh, I got a fourth-year player in Legere Sneed, a third-year player who wasn't starting to start the year in Fenton, three rookies. That's not supposed to work, but I don't know. I, Kale, I mean, we, I don't know. It's like every year Brett Veach has something going in the cornerback group, and it always seems to work. Speaking of the defense as a whole, it can't be as bad as the start of last season, right? We think we have those I missing puzzle that. pieces fixed at this point. Um, well, first of which, I expect Chris Jones to be playing at the right position this year. <laughs> right. We did the little no. switcheroo, and that fixed I'll, things. That will never not be funny to me how much we all collectively kind of bought into that. We're like, whoa, Chris Jones, defensive <laughs> end? They're going to unlock his full potential. It took like but two How days. are they going to block him? It's impossible. Right. <laughs> that to me is like, like, Chris Jones, you start right there, is one, you have to, I would rather have a solid defense than just like, individual stars surrounded by lesser talent but chris jones if this defense is going to hold it together those first six weeks he has to play like a superstar pass rusher does he not or somebody else has to i told you yes i you know i told you a couple days ago and bought into frank clark they're better on the pass rush unit all we talk about is like they're deeper wide receiver deeper wide receiver they didn't even lose top end defensive pass rush talent they just got deeper they have the exact same players back. So just assume Chris Jones is the same. He's nine, nine and a half sacks. Frank Clark's the same. He's four and a half sacks. Dana, Turk Warden, all those guys are the same. Well, they added an eight sack guy in Carlos Dunlap, and they added a rookie in the first round in George Karloftis. So they're automatically better. They didn't lose any top end talent. They are identical to last year and then added two better players. So I think that's probably what you mean, or that, I mean, that might be what you're suggesting, Kayla, because like to me, it's. I, I think there's less chance that they'll blow it. I'll never say that they can't be bad for the first six weeks because Spags was essentially admitting they might be. But <laughs> the pass rush is what gives me hope that it'll never be as bleak as it was last year when they not were on pace for, were the worst defense in NFL history through six weeks. Allowed 32.6 points per game those first five weeks of the season. Oof. Is that it bad? was on pace to be, like in terms of points per game allowed, the Chiefs were tracking towards being one of the worst defenses in NFL history. So I don't think it's possible for them to be worse or even as bad as they were to start last year. I mean, given that, they still finished 17th in points per game, which is, I guess, in its own right, borderline remarkable. But come week 17, they're, like this is why they rebuilt it. They could have just brought everyone back and did the same thing and been really bad and then settled in and won a bunch of games. But then they got to the playoffs, and the same things that plagued them week one through six are what almost cost them the Buffalo game, and Gabriel Davis getting 200 yards against them, even though his entire season output was four. And then Jamar Chase eventually cooking them both in the regular season and in the postseason game. Like, they realized that with those veteran players, they eventually stabilized it, but they were going to sink. They were going to sink if they just tried to roll back that safe. If it was Matthew and Sorensen and Neiman and Hitchens and all those guys again. Quick observation about you, Cody. You're a big pass rush guy, huh? Mm. Uh, I would like, okay, so I like sacks. <laughs> I don't so much give a shit about pressures. Those are stupid and no one should care about those at all because they don't mean anything. I know NFL coaches will tell you something different, but I'm not, I'm not pleased that you like breathe heavily on the quarterback. Did you bring him down or not? Is <laughs> really the only part of this Kayla that I think I care about. I think that you speak for all of us when you say that. Stats are for nerds. Good call, Cody. <laughs> yeah, that's totally my stance. The guy who's I'm anti-stat. Nah, that's a well-known fact about me. No, Kayla, I just, I think that like the Chiefs, the last time the Chiefs had a good defense, like a good defense, like where you're like, wow, look, they're good at defense, was when they had Tom Bahali and Justin Houston. And 
were third in the NFL in sacks and also happen to be third in points per game. I don't think that that's an accident. I think I that if they actually have a pass rush, it matter. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I do think they could have an above average pass rush. I don't think it's crazy to say that she's finished 10th or 11th in sacks this year. That's, that's not an absurd number to me. And they're going to need that probably to get to those first six weeks of the season. Because when we're looking at that, that's the most difficult stretch.